Let's go. Yes, sir. You are here and now with Brandon and Joe. I'm Joe. And I'm Brandon. I'm Brandon. I'm Brandon. All right, let's start this bitch. Yes, sir. So what's happening, boys? What's going on? How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing, doing good, too, man. Hell yeah. Doing good. So yeah, we're at uh, CJ's uh, studio right now, which is fucking dope. Yeah, this is <laughs> dope as hell. Setup. It's a pretty cool spot for sure. Yeah. All right, what do you guys want to talk about first? Well, let's get into uh, let's get into your background a little bit, man. Let's, All right, yeah. Uh, where, first off, where'd you grow up at? St. Charles, Missouri. St. Charles. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, St. Charles. I was there till probably about fifteen, and then I like pretty much just moved out of my parents house and just kind of lived all over the place <laughs> you know i lived i lived off the rock road fucking all the way to south city south county just yeah no shit yeah. did you grow up skateboarding at all yeah i tried i tried my best uh yeah to be honest i i credit card myself one time uh trying to like pressure ollie off this bar and I just, I never had it in me again. I couldn't do anything after that. I was like fucking scarred, scarred you. Bro. PTSD. I, I did that on a heel flip yeah. once. And oh, yeah. You never you, been you able know, to do yeah. heel flips again. Bro, yeah, it, 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 it scarred it, me. It traumatized dude. me, man. Was so Shit sucks. Let's get a little more after. Yeah, but nothing like that. Not taking yeah. serious. <laughs> An injury will do it, man. I broke you know, my leg skating and it was never the same since. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot different than being credit carded, but. Oh, it was so bad. They both suck. From skateboarding, too? Yeah, I, I broke arm actually skateboarding, trying to drop in, just falling. Fucking, yeah, I was never really a good skateboarder. <laughs> what? Is it, I always ask that question because it seems like a common theme with like our guests. Like, yeah, everyone grows up skateboarding. It's, it seems yeah. like it's seems like, like it's like the starts. same thing as like growing up watching like wrestling. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, true, yeah. true. Everybody That's, grew up. That was watching. us yeah. too. That yeah, was us yeah. too for sure. I don't know shit about it now, honestly. I'm so out of the loop with it. But like as yeah. a kid, yeah, it was. It Dude, was, I, it's I just I, I, well, I went through <laughs> I went through like a rabbit hole of watching like old WWF shit, oh, WWE yeah. shit, like back in the Stone Cold days and the big show. Nothing like it, man. Yeah, that back in the day, man. That you could like the girls in the crowd could show their titties. Like I seen Triple H. Told this girl to lift up her shirt. Yeah, bro. She showed her. Well, dude, they were like, I don't even know if they drink beer. Like, you know, remember Stone Cold was like smashing Bud Lights and shit or Budweiser's on fucking camera. I don't even think they do none of that stuff. Shit, yeah, that was probably some real ass beer too. I would imagine. No, it's Stone Cold. I don't know Stone Cold, but (laughs) if I did know Stone Cold, I feel like. Yeah, that dude's got a dope ass podcast too. Oh yeah, he oh, talks yeah. about the old shit. You know, yeah, yeah. Stone Cold. Yeah, he says Steve. <laughs> Steve. My, like boy Steve. Steve. my boy Steve. My boy Steve. Man, he didn't tell me Steve. that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like so many people have. Like, a podcast. Oh yeah, I know. I know, dude. One I'm really hip on is uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Oh yeah, dude. And yeah. you kind of remind me of that dude. A Everybody little bit. You sound like Do him, they? dude. Everybody you tells like me that. Him. Everybody yeah. tells me that. I swear to God, bro. And then I've had like people tell me Max Holloway too, which is weird. I think it was my okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Now that you said that, yeah. Well, your face too. I yeah, can see exactly. It. Yeah, and like my my baby pictures. Like I, I look a lot more like his his kids' baby pictures and my kids' baby pictures kind of actually look like. It's no, weird shit. no shit. Yeah, it's weird, but I had a bunch of people tell me that shit. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. He's a badass. I'll, I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You For ever shit. think about dyeing your hair any crazy colors like blue or uh, pink? No, no. I thought about shaving my head and tattooing the whole thing, though. No shit. Yeah, Pretty like tight. probably once a week. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, dude, with the whole church thing, it's fitting yeah, with the long Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to like actually commit to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 hard. Like my chicks even been like, yeah, do it if you want to do it, you know. But I'm like, oh, 
God. Yeah. It's like five years of growing oh, my hair. Yeah. I grew my hair out for like two years. It was like down to here and it was the hardest thing to do to cut it. Bro. When yeah. I first cut it, I like cut it shorter. Like it was still long, but yeah. I couldn't commit. It, it, it becomes like a part of you, you yeah. know, like for real. Like I feel like, yeah, like I'll like lose like energy if I cut yeah. it. <laughs> you know? For sure. <laughs> Biblical ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, let's get for into sure. it, dude. When did you uh, start personal training? Uh, So I was, uh, it was probably like, I've always been, like, taking people under my wing, like, trying to, like, get them, you know, in gym and, like, you know, healthier lifestyle and all that shit, you know. Uh, but I guess it really picked up. I, I would always be, like, you know, I'd be in, like, a fight camp training for a fight. Mm. And I'd have, like, homies around me that would, like, help, you know, help with the situation. You know, like, I had this dude, Jack, he would, like, you know, prep my food for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, show up at my house 6 a.m., like. I would be, like, you know, eating, and then, like, we'd go train pretty much all day long. And he'd just, like, hold pads for me. And through that, he started doing workouts with me. Like, I brought him into the gym that I was training at, like, Arnold BJJ. And mm. uh, and he had lost, ended up losing, like, you know, over 200 pounds. So, like, it kind of popped a lot of shit off. I had a lot of people at that point, uh, like, hit me up for training and shit, you know. And uh, and I did it for years for, like, no charge. Like, literally, I, I didn't even think to charge anybody. I was mm -hmm. like, I mean, like, my, my mom and my dad, they've been doing this shit for, like, their whole life. Like, my dad played for the Cleveland Browns. He was, like, a defensive no back. Shit. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. yeah. He no played idea. right before Jim Brown. Holy shit. And then uh, my mom and my dad were also, like, my mom danced her whole life. And then my mom and my dad, they were, like, a 1976 world champion Adagio Ballet. Damn, Yeah, like, they performed from the Emperor of Japan and won and shit. So, like, oh, shit. I got, like, pics from it and all that. Yeah, it's crazy. I've seen, like, it's nuts. Yeah, that's yeah they that's were like, tight. they that's were like, tight. yeah, they were killing it, you know. So like, it's kind of just always been around me. Like my mom, I remember being like five years old, and my mom being like, "Oh, eat this, eat this," like giving me like flax oil and like mm. all the <laughs> like healthiest shit always, you know. So like, it just I've always been around it. I played started playing football like six years old, and so like that shit helped a lot of the fundamental to tie into like all the boxing and training and all that too, you know. Just learning all that stuff, you know, but, yeah. So, so how old were you when you got into actual fighting, like, combat sports? Um, well, like, so, like, I always had a bag in my garage, and then, like, my brother would always beat the shit out of me. Like, Is he like, your older brother? Yeah. Four years. And, four like, years. he wrestled all throughout high school and stuff, so he'd always just, like, slam me around and just, like, you know. And then, like, I remember uh, the day that I was like, man, I'm going to fucking... I'm going to get his ass one day, you know? <laughs> and, like, my dad started, like, teaching me shit on the bag in the garage. You know, he had boxed up in, like, Brooklyn mm. and shit, you know? And uh, so, like, he'd, like, just teach me, like, fundamentals and, like, put me through bag workouts and shit. Never sparred, nothing like that, you know? And then I started training at a, a gym called uh, 12th and Park mm. uh, with Harold Petty. And, uh, yeah, he was he's a beast. He's worked with, like, Tyron Woodley, a bunch no of different shit. guys. Yeah, he's he's, yeah, really knowledgeable for sure. But I uh, started training there, and uh, I was probably around 20, 19, 20. And then shortly after that, I my buddies opened this gym in Arnold and uh, started training with them. And then, like, yeah, the fighting just kind of started popping off, you know. But Damn. I went from, like, a boxing background to, like, kickboxing. And, like, the translation was honestly pretty smooth. My coach was uh, this guy, Joe Mueller. He was, like, a Muay Thai world champion and shit. So, so yeah. like, when your dad was training with you as a kid, did you— you loved it then? Like, you knew, oh, like, this yeah. is what you wanted to do? Yeah, like, it was, it was, all. I, I just, I'd always loved punching. Mm -hmm. I I fought a lot as a kid, and uh, I just think, like, I was always getting beat up on my brother, so it was, like, yeah. my outlet was, like, all right, fight kids, like, your age, or, like, you, you know, <laughs> more towards your size, you know, and, like, 
I, I yeah, I was kind of a shithead, but yeah. you, know, <laughs> you know. So it started off as like kind of like just learning to defend yourself. And totally. Yeah, I was brother. just like a wild kid, ADD. Like would like take my medicine and like spit it out. You know, <laughs> I never wanted to take it. You know, yeah. uh, and like I was, I was crazy as fuck, man. Uh, apologies to all the teachers <laughs> I had in my life, but man, I, I, yeah, I was bad. Uh, but yeah, yeah, just pretty much this craziness like led to like led to all the, you know, I guess the pre-training. <laughs> you know, do you think learning it like that young helps you? Like, were you more? Did you want to fight kids more after that, or because you knew how to fight, you're like, nah, I don't want to hurt anybody. So yeah, like the more I learned how to fight, the less I wanted to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I and I think like yeah, I think that's like with anybody really. Oh, you yeah. know, like yeah. it's once you start to really get that confidence, like damn, like I can fucking hurt people like for real. You know, like you gotta like really have self-control, you know what I'm saying? Because that shit can fuck your life up, you know? Yeah, because when you don't have that discipline and yeah. you don't know how to fight, you kind of, yeah. like, in your head, you're like, I wonder how I'd do. Right. So you're, yeah. like, more willingly to, yeah, like, it's, fight it's, a kid at a bar. You exactly. Know it's the people that have, like, never been in a fight or, like, a physical adversary, you know, that, like, that want to fight the most. Yeah, yeah. Know? And that's like, why you see, like, in street fights, people just look like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, not at know? all. Yeah, not at all. And, yeah, and I think it was, uh, it was a podcast, I think it was Sean O'Malley on No Jumper, and they were talking about, like, isn't it weird, like, how people that have never fought, like, most men think they could beat anybody's ass. It's, it's you know, like, it's like, it, like yeah. everybody has thought that at one point, like, oh, I could beat that dude. Yeah. Oh, I could beat that dude. Oh, always, It's like bro. the most, like, I don't know, it's weird <laughs> how we all think that until... Yeah. Like well, it's, we it's always those people that never fought. Yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody has never been punched you know in the every face. Every time, bro. Like, yeah. even if you've gone to a gym and you've sparred and been pushed in sparring, like, you can learn enough from sparring to know that, yeah. like, yeah, it's not as easy as it looks, you know? It's like, and, and some of the easiest dudes I've ever sparred are, like, these big-ass dudes that, like, would look like they could, like, punch a hole through somebody you know yeah, and like yeah. they just yeah well, that's how it was for me and him yesterday i was telling you about that yeah. like me and him sparred and we don't know how to box yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah it's literally but, our first time like sparring yeah okay. but after sparring i'm like fuck like because yeah. I, I was we're, like, we were filming it and shit yeah. we're like watching it back we're like damn bro we, suck. <laughs> <laughs> we look like this we look like those kids that have no idea what they're doing bro it's all yeah come and, out and, to and the before church. that before that in my head i'm like oh dude i know i'm gonna look like canelo out yeah. there yeah. that's how i felt that's how <laughs> I, I i i even because we were practicing like some self-defense shit i'm like you want me to come at you like I don't know how to fight or like yeah. how I normally would do? And right. he's just like... I'm like, bro, they're one and the same. What's the difference? Because <laughs> <laughs> so in my head, yeah. in my head yeah. I'm Canelo. Yeah, um, yeah for sure, fuck. bro. Yeah. For sure, dude. Uh, <laughs> so going from like a kid, like punching the bag, learning all this stuff, when, yeah. when did you get into like actual, like when was your first fight fight? Like in the ring or 20, oct octagon uh, or whatever? Probably about 21, maybe 22. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was kickboxing. That was the really? first one. Yeah, some kickboxing. How'd you feel going into that? It was it was tight. Like I was I was stoked on it. I felt good about going into it. And then like I remember like I was good. Like I never really got nervous before fights, honestly. And I I remember like that first fight, like getting called out and like walking out. And then I remember like locking eyes with my dad. And that's when I was like, shit, you know, I got real nervous. Cause like I've always just been very uh like I've always wanted to like make my dad proud. Every, everything I've ever done, you know? So, like, yeah, that was kind of one of those moments, you know? It's like you play football or basketball or something like that. It's like you got a bunch of other people on a field that can, like, kind of distribute that, uh, yeah, those emotions, you know? But mm -hmm. with, like, fighting, it's just one-on-one. -on -one. So yeah. it's like, 
if I lose, I lose. Yeah, you know, and like just yeah, it, it was it was nerve wracking. But it, I think if anything, man, like those nerves make you fight hard. Mm. You know, like for sure. Without those nerves, I think uh, it could be bad for a lot of people. You know, and I'm sure like as soon as you get in that ring. All those nerves go away. Yeah. As soon as you hear that bell. Yeah. That's the same with like performing too. Oh, yeah. Skating. Like all the skate comp, going back to skateboarding. Like all the, like we used to compete, like doing like, uh, you know, dirt and skate competitions. You'd be super nervous. And then right when they call your name, it's like go time. Oh, yeah. Like just hitting all the Just tunnel vision, man. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a, it's wild. It's a wild experience, man. Like I, I think, I don't know. I can't compare it to anything I've ever done. It's just so like in its own category, you know? Now, is it a big difference between, like, sparring and then actually being in the ring? Like, do you feel, like, can you feel like... Yeah, it's so much different, bro. It's crazy. It's like, uh, man, sparring even, like, the first time you spar, it's, uh, it's, it's, even then, it's, like, it's its own experience, you know? Mm. But an actual fight, like, oh, man, yeah, it's, it's just different. You almost forget everything. (laughs) Like, literally, bro, it all goes out the window. You're, you're battling so many nerves you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so like you go into that first fight and the nerves are so high the adrenaline's so high like you're literally just caught in like a flex like the whole first round you know what i'm saying like the whole first round you're just flexing as hard as you can you don't even realize it you know you're you're just tight you know mm-hmm. and like yeah and then the rest of the fight at least my experience is just like the most tiring thing ever bro <laughs> you feel like you're like <laughs> punching underwater dude oh it's like, like do you, are you even aware of like the round uh, that it's at? I have been, but there's definitely been times where I've just, you just, yeah, you're so in the moment. You like, there's been times where I'm like, fuck, that's, that round felt like forever, you know? And then mm-hmm. there's times where it's like, damn, that was fast as fuck, mm-hmm. you know? Like, was that even fucking a full round? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's weird. Yeah, it's kind of different each time, but. Now, how is it like listening to the corner, like to your corner guy? why you're fighting like is it hard to like actually listen to what he's saying it is it is but like for me i i i like i said i had add pretty bad uh it's has it's got its negatives and its positives i've always been able to like kind of hone in Mm. you know have like this super focus on anything i'm really doing to the point where like you know i don't notice as much going around me Mm. so like a little difficult for sure, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had some pretty good coaches, so like anytime I'd heard anything, I'd just immediately do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like their knowledge is pretty, pretty high level. Because I'm so. pretty sure they like obviously they could see things. You yeah, probably exactly, can't, right? yeah. You, you could see a lot more from the outside than like being in there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because totally. when we were sparring, I'm like, I wish somebody could tell me like how the fuck to get to his stomach. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, his fucking reach is too far. Totally, bro. totally, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Um. So. Um, when you got started training, yeah, uh, how did you find this the spot that you're at? Um, so I so I started like I said, I started outside. Uh, I was just training people outside, literally, bro. We'd be outside just like running and doing all kinds of crazy shit. You know, I just put together some workouts, you know, outdoor shit. And then my homie uh, had this garage, and he was like, "Yo, dude, like we could throw some shit in here. We could like probably make it like it's decent size, you know." So I was like. All right, yeah, tight, dude. So, like, we built that into, like, a little gym. And then my buddy had found this other dude that had, like, a way bigger spot. And was like, yo, like, I'm, you know, he's like, we we got to talking. He was cool with it and shit. So, uh, yeah, we just pretty much built this 
fat ass gym in this garage. I mean, it's like fully functional. Like, yeah, it looks legit. It looks yeah, what I was gonna say, like, you have like all the kettlebells, everything. all gloves, yeah. everything, everything. Like, there's, I mean, there's not one thing you couldn't do in there that you, you know, in any other gym. You know, like, it's it's really functional for sure. But uh, yeah, just pop that bitch off, and and I've pretty much been there ever since. Like, I'm in the process of looking for a building right now. Got some good guys helping me out and uh, finding a new spot. We, we're looking at a couple different places in the city. Going to keep it, like, South City-based. Mm. But uh, we just looked at a spot, like, two days ago. And, uh, yeah, it's dope. It's yeah. dope. It's like a storefront and shit. Yeah, it's exciting, dude. Yeah, it's very, excited. very exciting. Getting to an actual building. Yeah. yeah, when you first started, how did you start getting people in? Was it just through, like, homies or was it's, it? It's so crazy, man. This shit happened. It's so fucking wild, bro. This happened so organically. Like, I literally didn't try to do anything. It all just happened. Like, I did not try to push this thing. I didn't try to, like, you know, I didn't even, like, share to people that I was a trainer training people, you know? It was just, like, me trying to help homies, you know? Yeah. And uh, through that, like, the homies put me on, basically, and it just popped off. Like, I, I trained this dude, Jordan Wolf. That dude lost, like, a fucking 100 pounds in eight months, bro. So oh, I think you posted about that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Absolute hoss. Dude worked his fucking ass off. Did every single thing I told him to. Like, literally every single thing. 100 fucking pounds in eight months. He did like 130 in a year. Gosh, and I mean, shit. totally, like, didn't even look like the same dude. Boxing, like, so clean. You would have thought this dude boxed for years. Like, his... His shit looked fucking great, bro. How do yeah. you uh, how do you train these guys? Like, are you focused more on like the cardio aspect of it? Yeah. Or? So I I I will say like I'm probably a lot more of a conditioning cardio based gym than anything. You know, I I think conditioning wins fights. Oh yeah. You know, for there's sure. a lot of times where you've seen guys like even uh, have like a higher skill level than somebody, but that conditioning level was better for them. So like they just like it's like putting somebody on a treadmill they can't keep up with. Yeah. You know? yeah. Eventually you're just gonna get ran off it. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you're tough and durable, good conditioning, man, you can beat some pretty good dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit, I think it it can uh, level out and balance with any any type of skill level you don't have, you know? Yeah. Like just hard work, you know. But at the same time, we just drill a lot of basic shit, like a lot of a lot of fundamentals that work and just over and over and over and over, just like repetition. And this was stuff know. that you learned from fighting, like you totally, totally. Stuff you learned in like camp and all. Absolutely, that. like anything that I've taken, uh, in anything that I show them is like stuff that I know that works personally. Mm. Like whenever I build like all my Dutch workouts, like it's combinations that I'll try in sparring. You know what I'm saying? Like before any of this even happens, you know, before I even build the workout, it's like stuff that I do in sparring that I put together. So it's like not it's like stuff that I know that works, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like I'm not the only one using these kind of stuff, you know, these high level guys are too, you know. Like I follow a lot of different like boxers and like coaches and stuff, mm. you know. So like it's it's cool that we have like the internet nowadays for that reason. Yeah. You can just see so much, you know. Yeah. Like definitely. a lot of I mean, I'm learning every day just while like just with Instagram, you know. Oh, fuck <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. People just be educating out there. Now, shit. is it kind of like um one size fits all type of thing or do you got to totally. like tailor it to every single totally. individual person? Yeah, so like uh usually depending on like, you know, if I got guys in fights, they may be like certain people those guys will go with only mm. just cuz they need to be pushed to like the full extent, you know, but uh yeah, we make it work for anybody. Like people that have never ever even done it in their life come in there and like yeah they're gonna get work you know everybody's gonna get a good workout you know that's that's for sure yeah know? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I like how yours is like it's physical, but it, it you could tell there's a lot of mental toughness that goes into it's, it too. It's more mental than anything. Yeah, because like everybody yeah. that you train, like you, you they tag you in it, and I see it on your story, and it's like yeah. I survived the church. You yeah, know? it like, is. It is very and much. Then you, it, and then you see all these dudes throwing up and shit. Yeah, like, dude. It's it is, man. It's like you versus you in there, dude. Yeah. Like, and everybody, like it's such a community, like such a strong community. Like everybody that's in there is like really good people. Like mm. I wouldn't even accept somebody in there if they weren't like somebody who's like a good person you know yeah. so like everybody loves everybody man we all get along it's like a big family and shit and like anybody that comes in the church that's no, they could know nobody i mean i meet people all the time that i'm i've never met in my life and like they're just accepted like it's like an immediate like fuck yeah they're dude. included you know what i'm saying like you're never gonna feel like like they're your like competition or anything it's just such like a good atmosphere in there for sure yeah, yeah i like yeah. that because they even go to the fights like yeah. they even support oh, yeah, your fighters 100 percent. everybody bro we show up like deep yeah. <laughs> you know like 50 plus people like every time yeah yeah that's important to build like a community like totally that, man for sure it's everything dude yeah, yeah. It's super sick it really is man there's a yeah there's a lot of sweat tithe in there for sure yeah but, how'd you come up with the name <laughs> oh shit, bro! <laughs> oh my god, bro! <laughs> I don't know, man. There's probably two different versions. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I barely remember that night, to be honest. But uh, um, drunk night. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, man. I I eat my veggies most days, but every once in a while, I like to party a little bit. You know, I like to have fun. You know, it's all good. But. uh Dude, we were just partying, <laughs> like, we, we, come on, man! Yeah, I got it. Story, we were just partying, bro, and like, oh, dude, like, all my homies just li <laughs> they literally just like lifted me up above their heads, dude. <laughs> On my life, bro! I swear to fucking god, bro, <laughs> lifting me above their heads, bro, like. 10 of my homies just I'm literally like fucking 7 feet in the air dude and uh and everybody just started chanting Church of Jamie I swear to God because there was like all 10 bro you cannot cut your hair dude. no I know yeah, you got that Jesus <laughs> right you're on Jesus it makes sense bro, it makes sense and like bro like like legit bro like uh all 10 homies were pretty much dudes who I had helped lose weight and shit and they were like <laughs> and they're like Church of Jamie and then like it was just like is that what we're going to name this thing? You know, because <laughs> like by this time I had like 10 homies and I was training. They were all there, you know, and Dude, then like awesome. we were like, all right, yeah, fuck it. Church of Jamie, like this shit's so unorthodox. And like <laughs> it's uh, to this day, bro, people are like, yeah, like, oh, you chain people and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, so what's your what's your name? What's your name? Like, like oh, you really had to ask me this one. <laughs> oh, I fuck uh, Church of Jamie. They're like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I didn't come up with the name. I don't know, but it's real. It's you guys real. might have a cult. That's what's going on. Bro, yeah, yeah. yeah we are not a cult. <laughs> yeah, not Dude, a cult. There's so much, there's so much like Loki talk people back. Cult and shit. Like, oh, the fucking just badasses, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah. Like as much of a cult as like, you know. Not a gang. <laughs> it's not a gang. It's okay yeah. to be a cult. We're, 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 we're not, just not a gang. <laughs> we're not a gang. Yeah, we might be a cult. I don't know. I'm still figuring that out. I guess. <laughs> you know, still new to this thing. You know, so, but that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but again, though, like I think you guys branded yourself. Yeah. Like you probably didn't 
on on accident. Yeah. It was. It was it was a complete accident, bro. Like I literally was <laughs> this whole thing just unraveled in front of me. I'm like, what 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 I was always so stoned, bro. I like never noticed, you know. <laughs> like, like literally like I'm a open I'm a open advocate of, of marijuana, you know. Like I think it's a great thing, you know, and I, I think it can be used in a completely healthy, beneficial way, you know. So like just like anything, man, I think if you abuse it. It could, it could be anything, you know. Yeah. I mean, you could abuse any. You could work out too much oh, and yeah. you fuck your body mm-hmm. up, you know. So like, you have to have control of everything you do, you know. And yeah, that's just kind of like my outlook on it, you know. Is weed yeah. something you implement in the gym? Uh, yeah, I, I I'd say I so, love working out. Like, that, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Half of the people I train are like the biggest stoners you ever meet in your life. Like mm-hmm. most of them work in the medical industry, like legal mm-hmm. weed industry, mm-hmm. and then the other half can't do anything. Cause they've all fucking died two times from heroin. <laughs> so oh, I trained a shitload of AA guys. Love y'all. Uh, y'all doing good now. But uh, no, like, yeah, swear to God, bro. Like I trained so many AA dudes. Like I got this big group of AA, best dudes ever. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of those guys have been through some shit, man. And uh, so it's cool to see that like bond though. You mm. know, like, you know, there's no, like nobody's pushed in any weird, awkward way of like, you know, like everybody, everybody respects the sobriety and like, you know, like all the shit they've gone through, because they, all them dudes have gone through some shit, bro. Mm. Like all my homies that are like we're in AA and shit, man. I mean, their stories are like, what? <laughs> you sure, survived yeah. that? Like you should be <laughs> dead. You know, like it's crazy, bro. Yeah. And now they're killing it. They're all clean, sober. I love a comeback story, like bro. That. So, so. I got so many of those stories in the gym, bro. It's nuts, dude. I trained so many dudes that were like on the verge of death mm. you know oh, like literally oh literally multiple people yeah it's the crazy. savior's here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right here in st louis yo. <laughs> it's so funny like he doesn't even know it like he like he doesn't even know it's a cult but it's dude, <laughs> dude, I have he's no- like I i'm just i just show up every bro, day like i swear bro yeah I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> it's crazy. he's like i'm stoned half the time <laughs> <laughs> bro yeah like legit i'd be uh I'm so out of the loop with a lot of just the shit going around me, but like at the same time, like focused in. Yeah, you I don't focus even on know the if, important shit. You know that probably don't even make that much sense, but yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know I'm in, but I'm out. You know, so, <laughs> it's like Dory. You know, like her intention's great. You know, in Finding Nemo, but <laughs> bitch, you know, she forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's you me know. that's me yeah I'm gonna get you there <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, you know, uh, yeah. speaking of sparring have you ever had one of your guys like accidentally get knocked out sparring no dude surprisingly which is great man uh, I, I love that I love <laughs> what he's laughing about for insurance purposes <laughs> yeah dude yeah insurance purposes man not their safety <laughs> yeah dude man uh, yeah no dude it's crazy uh, actually not yeah and like I mean we have some real big guys in there. We have some real small guys in there. Some days we only got small guys and big guys, so they got to spar each other, you know. So it's like, you know, <laughs> do you make, do they go full force? Like, is it like nah? Full so on? like, yeah, like everybody's pretty controlled, and I won't even let somebody spar unless they're at a certain level. Mm. So like, yeah, I keep it. I keep it. even when like when it's the big guys with the small guys. The big guys are a little bit more, you know under control with like going with a smaller person you know yeah. it's just getting work in at the end of the day you know like but yeah sometimes it doesn't the the sizes don't match up you know as much you know like 
I only got a few. I probably got like eight, six or eight people in there sparring now. Mm. They're all getting better, you know. Now, yeah. are they all training to be fighters, like, or is it? A lot of them are. Yeah, a lot of them are. Probably got, it's probably half and half. Like the the first half would say like people that want to fight mm. and like actually try to do something with it, you know, like make it make a name for themselves. And then the other half are just like people that are just like. You know, it's like how they get the stress out, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. and like they just yeah. want to like you know how, know how to defend themselves and shit. You know, what do you think is a good like, like how old is too old to start? Like, if you want to compete, um, it's just I'd say it's probably a little different for everybody. Right, right. You right. know what I'm saying? Because like, if you were maybe like a little bit slower in the learning process, you know, thirty. But if you're one of those people that... Like starting at 30? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, really? like, dude, there's people that... Multiple people that train under five years and are competing at the highest level right now. Really? Oh, oh yeah. There's, I mean, Ninganu. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, that dude he, has a crazy fucking story. His, his, story, his, his story, story is insane. That's what I'm saying, you know? So it's different for everybody. I mean, there's guys that... 15 years, you know, to, to get to a certain level, and there's guys that hit it at five, you know. But I also so feel like heavyweight could get away with that more because just raw it's, power, uh, yeah, just yeah. natural power. Less, like, you don't yeah. even have to be in shape, less to be technical a skill, really. right? Nope, nope, no. Nope. knock like Derek Lewis, Derek, you know, like just knocking people <laughs> heavy. out. Heavy, who y'all think's gonna win that? Uh, Cyril Gan, Nagan, yeah. dude, I don't know, I don't know. That's dude, they're both big ass athletic dudes, bro. It's hard to see Nganu getting in on Cyril Gon. Yeah, his range was insane. Yeah, he's so light in his feet, dude. He, yeah, I, kn I know Derek Lewis is more like a knockout artist, and oh, he's yeah. not really made to be like. But that dude made him look like nothing. Stupid. You know? no. I don't no. know if Derek Lewis hit him one time. Yeah, no. like, dude, it was, it was, man. And I was rooting for Derek Lewis, bro. Yeah. I fucking love Derek yeah, Lewis. You know, hilarious. in his hometown and shit. Yeah. You know, like. Man, but, but shit, he knocked out Francis. Yeah, yeah, he beat he beat Francis. He beat Francis. Yeah, 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 he beat Francis. Yeah, so like it's kind of a styles make fights at the end of the day. But yeah. I think Cyril Gan beats Ngannou, man. Yeah, I'll say that now. I can see it. I can I'll see say it. that now. I think he's gonna range him, and uh, I think eventually Ngannou. I mean, Ngannou's not a you know round to round fighter. That's why I, I, I haven't you know? seen much of the other guy, but just from watching that Derek Lewis fight, I could tell he's just a big athletic dude. And Whereas like, yeah. Ngannou, he he he's tough as fuck, but I don't you don't really see him like go too long. No, or, he know, he kinda... doesn't like conserve energy as much. He's not as efficient, you know. Yeah. And when you hit that hard, you don't even gotta throw as hard as you can. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, like right, when you hit right. that hard, you know, like. You know, but no, every punch that dude throws, he throws with his whole life. <laughs> every single punch, dude. Like, I man is trying to kill you with every shot he throws, you know? And, uh, yeah, that tends to take a little more out of you, though, for sure. And, yeah. like, if you're missing punches, I mean, that's the most energy-draining thing ever is, to, like, throw a hard shot and miss. Whew, man. That shit will tire you the fuck out. What do you think about, like, the the boxing shit that's going on now? Like, Tyron versus Jake. Jake. Did you watch that? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I, I, and man, I hate to say it, but I was pretty stoked. I was, I was, I remember like sitting there watching, like fucking pumped. I'm like, yeah, dude. So I can't say Jake Paul's doing anything bad, you know? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I still, about the fight, I still think that there was, uh, just a lot Tyron didn't do. Mm -hmm. There was, yeah. it was such a simple fight for him. Like I was watching that fight and Jake Paul kept crossing his legs. Super basic fundamentals that you shouldn't be doing, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's just doing them over and over. Tyron Woodley's like circle him out the whole entire time. He could have set so many traps, dude. Like he didn't throw any hooks, no. barely any hooks. I'm like, dude, you had him in the corner so many times. This dude's moving left and right on you. 
all lateral movement, not even throwing hooks. He'd throw a two, a one or a two, and do would step off, you know, and like just basic shit, man. I just thought Tyron was really gonna go after him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and uh, but I mean, dude, it definitely makes for entertainment. There's yeah. no doubt about that. I've yeah. watched every fight they've had so far, yeah. so you know, yeah. and They're doing I, something right. Sure. Yeah, I've been yeah. watching you know combat sports for a minute and fucking over ten years, fifteen years, you know, so like. I'm not like new to this shit, you know, but that that shit. I mean, it's it's entertaining. Like you, mm-hmm. you kind of want to see him lose, you know. Yeah. Like that's kind of the whole thing, you know. It's like you and they keep fucking winning, you yeah. know. And <laughs> like Jake Paul definitely won that fight. You yeah, know? you had like, him winning every round, like as much as he did. Oh yeah, like I like when the fight was over, I already knew. I was like, yeah, that's he the won first that thing fight. I said too. Yeah. yeah, I had no doubt, and like I I I wanted Tyron Woodley mm-hmm. to win. You know what I'm saying? Like especially repping St. Louis and shit, bro. Like, yeah. like man, like. Didn't go that way, man. Yeah. 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 Crazy story. Um, we mentioned it on the podcast before, but uh coming back from LA, yeah, I ate hundred milligrams of edibles <laughs> and I was high as shit. Yeah. And um I see I see Tyron Woodley. Yeah. And I'm like, Joe, that's Tyron Woodley. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, you're like, fucking you're fucking high. You're fucking yeah, with me. I'm like, all right. So we get on the plane. I'm in my head. I'm like, I have a feeling I'm gonna have to talk to Tyron. Like, we're <laughs> yeah. doing this podcast thing. Oh, fuck I'm gonna yeah. try to get him on the podcast. Hell That's what yeah. I'm gonna do. And he's thinking like, all right, well, I gotta I find a seat. Seats. I gotta I find a seat for me and him. You know? Yeah. So like the whole flight was booked. We get all the way to the back, and they're like, oh, I'll turn around. There's seats up front. So we turn around, and I see Tyron. I'm like. Holy shit, dude! It is him. It is him. <laughs> I'm like, bro, sit next to him. Sit next to him. Yeah. So, so I got to sit next yeah. to him. Yeah. It was actually him, and he and he gave us weed too. Yeah, he gave us seven grams of carts, like weed carts from L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's fucking dope. We, dude. He's oh, fucking dope. Yeah, he I didn't told know he us smoked like that. Yeah, yeah. That dude smokes like. Crazy. No, he smoked. He dude, he had a whole ounce on him. Yeah. I don't even what? think you could. So I guess from when you fly from L.A.X., yeah. you can bring weed wherever you're going if you have a medical card in that state. I think that's the only uh, airport you could do that out of. Damn. He had a whole fucking ounce. Of, and he, when he, dude, he pulled it out in the middle of baggage uh, claim, and it was loud. Like, smell. Dude, I was like, is I'm looking around. Like, Tired Woodley's fucking doing this right now? And, uh, yeah, he came over, like, a bunch of cartridges and, like, put it in our bag. I still, I put them on my shelf. I didn't even smoke them. I got them sitting on my yeah. shelf right now. Damn. <laughs> it was pretty dope. Oh, that's that was tight. But that was he went sick. to school with my cousin. Okay. My cousin, yeah, my cousin knows him. He, he went to school out in uh, Ferguson. Okay, yeah. So they grew oh, up yeah. together. Like, they knew each other. So, yeah, we were fucking rooting for him, too. Like, we were, like, tight, Damn. dude. Anytime he hit him and he, like, knocked him to the ropes, dude. Yeah. I got a video of us, like, Bro, jumping. So we went crazy. crazy. We went crazy. I was going crazy. I shit thought through. that was it. I dude, thought that was it. He, he should have threw a lead uppercut, man. He had that fucking... Oh, well, just like his last like UFC fights, man. He I was kind of just hesitant. Yeah, you know? super hesitant, yeah. bro. Super hesitant, super stagnant. Like, just he's he's he needs to go in and bully people, man. He's mm-hmm. a fucking big, powerful oh, he's dude. Yeah. he's out here trying to counter and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Short man should never ca- try to counter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have you trained with anybody like that's in the UFC? Or? Yeah, actually, yeah. So, uh, Luis Pena, Violent Bob Ross. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I seen that dude. Uh, and it was in uh, St. Charles yep. before he was in the UFC. Yep. He flying needs some dude and knocked him out. Yeah, yeah. That was in uh, that the arena or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Family yeah. arena. Yeah. yeah. So like, arena. I actually trained with him for that fight. Oh, did you really? Uh, yeah. So like, uh, we we trained together at Arnold BJJ and like we were the same weight class. So like, we'd get each other ready for fights and shit. You know, like he used to corner me for my fights and shit. 
and uh yeah, I'd help him get ready with his fights and shit. And like, and then he ended up going the ultimate fighter and shit. Yeah, no shit. And uh, he killed it. And then like, yeah, he moved to California. It was with Daniel Cormier, AKA. He like was one of uh, Khabib's main training partners Damn. for Connor. For the oh, Connor no fight. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Is it crazy to see like someone you, you train with? It's sick, bro. It's sick. And I always told him, bro, I was like, yeah, man, like fucking, you're going to do something with this, you know, like you'll go to the UFC and shit, you know, like I always told him. And, uh, yeah, we were actually talking about the other day. He was telling me, he was like, bro, you always told me that shit was going to happen. I was like, yeah. That's fucking dope. It's tight. And then my homie Sean Woodson, you know, like, Mm. he's a super cool dude. Uh, Trains out at Wolves Den. Yeah, he's making some noise in the UFC. He's actually fighting, uh, I think, this next week. Wolves Den, that's out in uh, Lake St. Louis, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. my buddy Aaron Farr trains out there. Yeah, dude, I know Aaron. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. fuck yeah. Yeah, we used to skate with him. Totally, man. Yeah. Aaron's cool. Yeah, he's a little yeah, badass, he, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a nice guy. Lost, I, lost a shitload of weight and shit. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. We used to see him street fight. He would get into fights all the time back in the skate days. Yeah. Kind of get like picked on a little bit. Yeah. And now he's, now he's the last a, person you yeah. want to pick yeah, on. Yeah, man. they ain't picking on him anymore. Yeah. 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 yeah, I love that shit, bro. Yeah. Was that ever in your plans? Like, did you ever see yourself going anywhere like the UFC or? Yeah, like, like it was uh, like my coaches, my coach at the time, like my head coach, he was uh, always trying to get me to do jujitsu. You know, mm. and he was always like, "Yo, like you'll be better at jujitsu than striking." Like I know you love striking, and I was like, "No, nah, you just want me to do jujitsu." <laughs> you know, but I just loved striking, bro. I was obsessed with striking. Uh, it was always I always saw myself professional boxing. Like that's always mm. what I was like. You know, I was obsessed with the boxing. It's what got me even into you know being interested in doing kickboxing. I was like, "Well, if I can punch people, I'll do it." You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, but like MMA. Uh, yeah, it was never really, I guess my my focus was never really MMA, but mm. I was never, like, really against it. And, like, I would MMA spar. We'd grapple box. So, like, I'd grapple box with Luis for his fights. And then, like, this other dude, Colton Cole, who fought in Strike Force. He trained with, like, Robbie Lawler back in the day and shit. No shit. Real good. Yeah, real good pro. Bunch of different guys, you know. And, like, so, like, yeah, I'd be doing, like, MMA rounds and shit, you know. And, like, I did really well in all my MMA sparring and shit. So it wasn't like I couldn't, you know transition into like the MMA but mm. I just always wanted to box and kickbox you know yeah yeah love the striking yeah yeah what's your uh, what's your record like uh 3 no 3 no 3 no yeah Fuck so yeah, yeah. It's fucking dope. 4 is it 4 you were all you were buying all of them. I don't know three or four no uh, at least is been, that professional no uh no 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 yeah no I've never lost a round I actually broke two ribs in a fight and still Damn. won both rounds with the broken ribs got kicked or something it was a knee it was Damn. a knee yeah uh, and it's all Amy it's all mm. Amy like uh you know I I would like to you know I've I've sparred with a lot of pros you know and and I, it's safe to say I'm definitely on a professional level I've just never made that jump yet mm. you know i opened i just started doing all this training shit oh, yeah. and uh covid happened and shit there's just a big delay on all the time that i wanted to fight and uh it just didn't match up right but yeah now that i'm in my own spot i got guys coming up that are actually getting better uh i'm able to get working with these guys so like yeah i'm putting myself in a position where i'm gonna be able to just kind of like like two months like i was telling you guys before like i'm just gonna like not train anybody for a fight and just kind of focus on myself get myself ready Oh shit! And uh, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably honestly reach out to uh, some of the old training homies too. Get oh, some work with so those. So you definitely think about getting another fight in? Oh yeah, dude! I'm super healthy. I mean, I'm I haven't fought in a few years, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm the best I have ever been by oh, far. Yeah. yeah, as far like 
all types of dudes, all types of sizes. I've never, I've never been this level by far. Yeah, yeah, I see the shit you post on your story. Like your striking just looks on point. Yeah, you thank know? you, man. It's always, it's always been natural. Like honestly, like I've never, even before I even like really started fighting, uh, it was always like, yeah, like I felt, you know, everybody would always be like, damn, like how long you been boxing? I'm like, I ain't, I'm not, I'm just like hitting bags and shit. And they're like, really? Like you look like you've been fighting for a while, you know? So like. The mechanics and the fundamentals were just, like, always there, you know. Mm. I think my dad helped, like, teaching me shit as a kid, you know. But I feel like I've just kind of always known how to throw punch, yeah. you know. Yeah, just came so yeah that natural. definitely helps learning that young, especially. Yeah, totally, totally, And having yeah. a badass dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <For sure>. Don. <laughs> yeah, he's my dude, man. He's my dude, yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, uh... Let's get into some music shit. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Let's get into the next endeavor. Oh, CJ wants that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if anybody's been wondering why he's been sitting here with a, with a mask on. <laughs> Just getting high as shit it's over here. a real humor. <laughs> <laughs> let's get. Hey, hey, let's yeah. smoke. All right, I'm going to pull a beer out now that we ain't talking about health. Yeah. <laughs> so where do we begin on it? Let's talk about it. How, so did you, who... So did you guys do music separately? Like you did it and then you did it and then you guys came together? Or was it a thing that where you guys started this together pretty much? Oh. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh yeah, dude. So like he probably actually uh we, we played music like in multiple bands growing mm -hmm. up, like heavy ass death metal shit. And uh, we played, like, a bunch of shows together. So we've been, like, writing music together and, like, performing together for a while. He played drums. I did vocals. Mm. Uh, so, like, it was... In all the bands we've ever been in, we always had, like, shit fuck up with, like, other members. But we always, like, kept it 100, like, the whole entire time, you know? it was all, We had, like, a good understanding, a good chemistry, like, as far as, like, m music making goes. Yeah. And then the rap shit, he started... Fucking making beats and shit behind my back. Like, okay. <laughs> behind your back. <laughs> so I always, uh, I always like uh, record, like, cause I I played a lot of metal. Mm -hmm. I, I like so I I played drums for like fifteen years solid, and then I like made a joke to a buddy about how I could like do vocals in his band after they asked me to be the drummer. Mm -hmm. uh, well, then their vocalist like blew his vocal cords out, and so like I. All in all, I ended up transitioning into like doing vocals and stuff like that, uh, which was like different for me. And for demos and stuff, naturally, I like got a mic. I got like the whole setup over there, you know, uh, to be able to record myself. You guys good? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm good. Cool, cool. Um, I got like the setup over there to record <laughs> myself, and then like a buddy in the St. Louis area was like, "Hey, man, like I want to rap stuff, and I know you record like your demo vocals and stuff." He's like, will you record some rap for me? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, so I started doing his stuff. Uh, and then he needed somebody to produce for him. And I was like, well, I don't know anybody that produces. I don't know anybody that's going to like do this for you because you mm -hmm. don't really have many connections either. I have nothing to really show for. So I was like, I guess I'll learn how to make a beat. Like, I don't know. I was a drummer. You know, mm -hmm. I was I was a solid drummer. It was like something that came natural to me. I, I didn't have to try very hard to do it you know yeah yeah so like the timing was all there like the idea of beats were already there so i just started using like the the daw to like make beats and i learned it and i pulled from like youtube videos or like if i wanted to know something i just look it up on the internet and like 
and then i like made a beat and like it's funny i could sh- I, I could pull it up right now there's a track uh where initially when we first started thinking like oh like we're rap like it was like a kind of like a funny thing you know like it was like oh let's rap you know like why not it was during a time when everybody was rapping like Lil Peep was blowing up he was still alive bless him X was still alive bless him you know like all these like really creative rappers are all blowing up and everybody's making tons of money off of it and you're just like well like we should do that. He he, but he didn't know how to rap, and I didn't know how to rap. I knew how to go like ah, like in a mic. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's all I knew, and so it was like he started like screaming because he he used to do vocals back in the day when we were in a band. Like I was the drummer and he was the vocalist, and then like he did vocals. So like he just started trying to scream into the mic over these rap songs, and like I don't think we ever released a song where you actually screamed, did we? civil so there's one song where he like screams on it but like originally that's all it was and then like he started just like thinking like what if i just like really tried to rap and then he turns out like he was really good at it yeah, it so weird. rapping came natural mm. probably more like almost as natural as everything else that he does that he's really good at you know like <laughs> he, he was just like he was like well fuck it you know like uh, i'm gonna start rapping and like bef- so like we started just like working on this album that like we didn't even know what we were fucking doing like i know how like working on an album work like how it feels like none of it felt like this no. it's always just felt too easy it mm. was, it was for both of us. wait wait like this hip-hop shit yeah like, it felt too easy beats, yeah, yeah. Dude. everything that we do we don't really like i wouldn't even say necessarily try mm. no, it is. i'm not like over here trying to make my shit sound like uh, yeah. it came from like, like a listen, studio like, yeah most of these songs bro were literally us like fuck right, it let's do it you know song, like and he would just write a beat and we track it that night so you and it would be this whole song beat vocals like writing the lyrics fucking tracking it we do it all in like a night yeah damn no like, shit. and we had, we got in the habit we were banging so, one two three songs out a week bro like we're just boom 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 we're just running through shit so like we wake up no one shit. day and we have like an album worth of songs and we haven't even put a single one of them out now was this like freestyling or was it like sitting <laughs> no, all, writing all, and... all studio work oh, for yeah, me like written. i just yeah. like sit down and we're like all right like write your part i'll write mm. my part do you guys like punch in or do you guys like one take one well, take it, it. Depends. it depends like usually whatever sounds better mm. so like if if we you know Here, if we you... go through i got you so if we go through like uh like like a whole song and, and it, we can one take it like and it sounds like we're not like you know gasping fair some shit you know, like i said we're still new to this shit you know we're picking it up like any any song i've ever done now i can do like effortlessly but like we would pretty much write the shit and then try to track it that night. So some of it would be like real long. Like I'd write verses. I didn't know what I was doing at first, you know? So I'd write like a super long verse, not realizing like, damn, one taking this shit like fucking had me on like a goddamn oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta train just to get the oh, verse yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of had that problem too. Dude, I'd be like, you would always rap like, too far, like yeah. too long. I'd be like, he, he he's like he'll he'll i'll send him like two minutes of a beat and he'll write to all of it and i was like listen like what about it, me <laughs> what about well, me no, and, like, and, and, and so like he's like the kind of guy who he could go one take everything really well and like he, he could do that whole like you know just one take through everything it, it sounds really good well yeah he's uh, jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean uh for me no Pref- preferably not i'm not a rapper yeah I'll, I'll say that until the end of time like i'm not a rapper like i might do this like as a as a fun project but like i'm not a rapper mm-hmm. uh, that's not like what i want to do 
uh, I like producing everything that we do. And like, there was a point before we even released the project that I asked him if I could just produce him. Mm. Uh, Cause like in every song, like there's like the coma tag and that's like, that's like my producer tag. And like, mm-hmm. I do produce like multiple artists and stuff like that outside of our stuff. Oh, hell yeah. But uh, like, I was like, Hey man, do you want to like, maybe like not have me on this? Cause I'm really not a rapper. Like, mm. My like we we do have like the salt and pepper thing going, which is cool. I think that like it adds an, an interesting dynamic to the music. But um, he told me no, like he wouldn't let me. He wouldn't <laughs> let me back. On it. <laughs> he, he kept going like, "Nah, dude, we're doing this together. Like, like you're gonna rap on it too." And I was like, "All right, dude." Like, uh, so, so you he, prefer not doing vocals? Like, you if yeah. you could? Oh, I was totally fine. I was like, I, I backseat producer, like. I'll be there with you through every bit of it, but like I won't rap on it. And he's just like, nah, I'm good. Like you're gonna rap on this. Like that's it. it. And it I was like, it's okay. important to have someone like this because a lot of times, like like there'll be a guy that wants to take like the shine, yeah. you know. So it's always nice when you get the backbone that doesn't necessarily oh, yeah. want that to be yeah. the center. You like that? Yeah, it's it's been cool. I mean, like like he said, like we grew up together as kids, and like when we used to go to like parties and be shitheads, like at some points. Like, I feel like everybody always gravitated towards, like, what we were trying to do and, like, the fun we were trying to have. Mm. And, like, he, it's it like you can see it in the church mm-hmm. and you can see it, like, in, in some of the music stuff we do, mainly because uh, people just like to really support him. Uh, and, like, it's, it's one of those things. It's, like, that magnetic energy. Like, people just are attracted to, like, the shit that he does. And so he does this. So people that like support the church all love this this types of stuff you know and like we went into this with zero expectation if, if it didn't if, if if it anybody ever heard it or if nobody ever heard it mm. we didn't care we were just doing it because like we you wanted, wanted to, to do it yeah, yeah yeah we have tons of rappers that yeah. we look up to that do it and like why not do the same thing as like mm-hmm. like uh, in that same vein of what they're doing like if you can do it and you like it a lot then do it yeah you know it got to one point where i was just like kind of like all right like fuck this let's just drop this shit bro <laughs> like mm. i was like i don't even care anymore you know because we'd always have we'd be real hard on ourselves about yeah, this shit. Oh, yeah i know that we're feeling. like damn like we've made metal our whole life so we ain't trying to like pro- be these like proclaimed like hood hard life type dudes you know what i'm saying like that's not we just like want to make dark ass rap bro well, that's and, about yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah we want to talk about some fucked up shit you know like it's just uh, it's it's fun, man. I don't know, just to get like real grimy and shit. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah, that's what I always like, loved about music was like it was like a creative outlet for me, you know. Yeah. And then the parts that where I started to hate it and like hated like me doing it was when I started comparing myself. Like, yeah. man, it doesn't sound as good as that dude's, totally. or or I would even listen to an artist and start to like catch myself kind of like oh, yeah. trying, to, trying to. Oh, that was a sick yeah. flow. Let me try. Hundred you know? percent, bro. And that's when I it never felt natural at, when I did that. Yeah. But when I was like doing it to like express myself is when I. Had it the the most fun with it, yeah. And then it came out unique, and and like all of our best songs came out like that. So like some of the coolest paintings in the world are like you know like them abstract paintings. They're not something that somebody made a painting of. Mm, It was just like they made it as to be interpreted as what it is. Mm -hmm. So like with the music stuff, like I do talk about a lot of really fucked up shit uh, intentionally. You know, like Mm -hmm. I, I totally intentionally trying to cross like every bound I can to like really get the idea of like you know, murderous city, like St. Louis is a really bad place. So really I like, all I do is write about the place that I've lived in my whole life. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody here could relate mm-hmm. like this is not, you know, 
it's a it's a scary place at times like if you mm-hmm. really look at the whole the whole gist of things so like i like just because i don't experience everything that i talk about in music or something like that doesn't mean that it wasn't an idea that i had right yeah uh, or like my interpretation of something that i've seen yeah you know what i'm saying that's well, like, even johnny cash he talked about yeah shooting yeah. someone down you know what i'm saying he talks it's about a part of the art it's yeah, a part of the yeah, art yeah he talks about all kinds of crazy stuff in in, in the in the music and like <laughs> i don't think it's ever meant to be like taken literally but it's definitely meant to like absorb you and like bring you into this world where this is this is it's a vibe yeah. yeah yeah well it brings you into your mind because everybody has like dark thoughts you know everybody thinks some fucked up shit even if we don't act on it everybody thinks about it you know yeah so i've i've always really loved like like rap and like hip-hop and stuff so like the idea behind this whole thing was like how dark can you get Mm. how weird can you get until it's almost not even like what it is anymore you know like we try to like be very outside of the box in a way yeah on like Mm. just some of the ideas that we have with like certain songs and stuff like that it's just fun man did you develop your style kind of based from like the band like did you kind of transition it yeah yeah we took we took metal and we just started making it rap yeah like everything that that he's written we probably would have already had written uh but like just in like a heavy band you know all the beats and shit, like, bro, this is essentially just, like, breakdowns, dude, <laughs> you know? And, like, we're always trying to, like, make shit creepy and dark. So, like, the translation from, like, heavy, heavy, like, death metal, like, hardcore type shit uh, to rap was, like, super natural, bro. Mm. Like, it was, it was, it, I felt like I was making the same music, you know? Mm. And I guess that's what gave me confidence in playing that type of music was, like, I always we always killed heavy shit like anything heavy like you want you like heavy bro like well, that was our that was like all we did <laughs> was heavy yeah. there was like that I didn't listen to anything else you know just heavy music nothing else for like a decade you know and like uh yeah so it just translated right into rap dude it was fucking I was like damn like we can do this shit <laughs> like we've been prepped to do this you know mm-hmm. so okay. like yeah, the translation was pretty smooth for sure. Yeah, I always think like, I don't know, like like back when we used to do music, sometimes I think we do things in our past to help us with our present. You know what I mean? Like us doing music back in the day led us to learn how to mix like these podcasts now. So like maybe you guys did started off as metal so you could do what you're doing now, like create the art that you're creating now. Yeah, yeah we kind of brushed up on it like before, uh, before we hit the record button. But like uh, he, he mentioned that like, I make the beats on the computer and like I am, I do computers for a living. Like that's what I do for a living. Like I work with computers and shit mm. like that. Um, so it made sense for me to like hop on a computer, which I already love to sit on and, and like create something, you know? And yeah. like, I do it for like the, the art and like the, a lot of the visuals, like the only thing that's outsourced is like some of like the shots of me and him, uh, like the videography or photography. Um, it's the only thing we outsource just cause like I, you know, can't do it all. Yeah, you know, you you, you really like, I, and I don't really want to. You know, like if we could outsource other things like merch to uh, like local businesses, like we'd like to do that. Like we'd like to keep all that local. But uh, so like, I work on the computer all the time, you know, and it just translated well for me to like be able to create through that. And like I was already recording like shitty metal demos with my mic like my all it takes is a mic and an mm-hmm. interface and like you're a rapper like you can or my you're mom a, could or be you're a rapper for yeah or, or, or you're like a, you're a beautiful singer you know mm-hmm. like take your pick yeah, yeah. But like that's all it really takes uh and i already had that so it, it just 
took off into like this thing where we have like i mean we have an album that is ready to go whenever we decide we have an album that's already has all like the beats planned out for like the next uh i mean we have like three releases ahead of what we like are supposed to you know mm. because we've just created so yeah, much for three years we've just like we've been a thing for a little over a year but we worked on it for three years yeah. you know no shit just like we went heavy into this shit before we even dropped it like it was like at least two tapes probably like 20 songs 15 songs you know and then we were like all right, like, let's drop this under something. I remember the day that we were like, what are we going to fucking name this shit, you know? And, uh, yeah, I don't even, yeah. It you guys planning just... on getting on this on, like, on Spotify, the whole nine? Oh, yeah, so we're, yeah, it's like Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pandora, fucking uh, SoundCloud, all that shit. You guys are in a good spot because if he's producing, that's all your money. Like, yeah, yeah, that's all yeah, your money. That's well, all in house. Like, you know, all in house. I do all the digital distribution and everything, anyways. Like, I mean, I've I was already doing that in the metal bands that I was in. Mm. You know, like you're already going to get your stuff on Spotify and Apple Music, and you're like creating like a marketing plan and like running YouTube ads and running like all these different ads to like make sure that you are getting seen. Um, I was already doing all that for metal bands, so that translated over to being able to do this stuff yeah you know it's just like i do the mar like we we threw the marketing together and like that's been the cool thing about like we did a lot and then like we're releasing it all slowly just kind of like trickling it out so we're never like behind like we're never behind you know we're always ahead um and it's just made for like a good environment to to be relaxed about it get a marketing plan together oh, hell yeah. get a video done do what you need to do and take your time and like trickle things out. I don't know. It's just, it's worked out pretty well. Yeah. I want to talk about the, um, the visuals too, man, because yeah. all that shit, like you throw in the video, like all that trippy shit is, yeah. is for, it's fucking dope first yeah. off. And, and second off, it's like, it seems like it's something that you would get from somewhere else, you know, like it doesn't seem like that you would make that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like when I see that in a video, I'm like, damn, how the fuck did they do that? Yeah. Like who did so, they pay to get that done? You know, like, that's yeah. why I figured Matt did his video. Yeah. That's why I asked that. Yeah. Yeah. No, just the videography is uh, sourced out. But then like on some of the stuff where we've been dropping recently, like, and then all just like the video and design in general, it's all been like something that I do. And I think it's kind of cool. Uh, I'm not great. I'm not like super great at it. I'm getting better. Like I'll get better. Uh, it's something I'm learning, but it, it's been cool because like I can make the beat and then I can think of what that looks like. And then I can put it all down on paper and like make it look like that. And like, that's with the last like release that we had the scarce video. Uh, like it was meant to just like suck you into that world. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if somebody were to come across that on YouTube and they saw it, they'd be like, like it's it's very yeah yeah and we're not even in it yeah like we're not even in it any of the time so like i think like that was the one time i've done something like that like really committed and what was funny is like i came home from work one day and just like did it i don't know what made me do it there wasn't anything that day that inspired me it was just a normal work day but i came home and i was just like ooh, that sounds like a fun little project and i just did it it's yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. inspiration when it comes to music hits you at the weirdest fucking times. Yeah. I'll be at work. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I got to use the restroom. I'll yeah. be sitting on the toilet fucking just writing bar after yeah. bar after Literally. bar. Literally. Like, I was like, in fucking Puerto Rico. 
I was in fucking Puerto Rico, man, drunk on pine, pina coladas, in the <laughs> in the fucking jungle, bro. And and uh, this dude just sends me this shit, bro. I'm like, the beat or the visuals, the the whole music yeah. video and shit, you know. And I was like, what? And that's how he works, bro. Yeah. He doesn't tell you he's doing anything, and he'll just send it to you when it's done. That's, just, that's cool like, though. I'm like, you dude, get surprised what? on your own yeah. shit. <laughs> he's like, yeah, bro, we're dropping this like. Friday or some shit. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn, bro. Okay. We've been sitting on the song for like two fucking years. So I was well, like, you have to do a show from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. So, CJ, how did you get good at um, mixing and like mastering? Because that sounded legit. I didn't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just I, natural. I, like, I just you feel like you're still winging it, it kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because like I'll I'll like watch producers' videos and I'll like watch a bunch of videos and do all this research about something that like maybe I don't think ends up sounding good, but like it's something that the industry wants you to do, like compression, compression. Mm. Uh, they're always like compress your audio, you know. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It sounds pretty good to me. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. why do you need to do that? So I what I do is like I break all the rules and pretty much it feels super easy to me. Mm. And maybe I'm doing everything wrong. Maybe I'm not. But like, I just. If it sounds yeah, good in your ears. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what. Yeah. That's the beauty behind. To art, your standard. Yeah. And yeah. I just sit there and like, I'll be like, does this sound good? And I'll be like, yep. Or I'll be like, nope. Well, mm. even like X, like he had shit that sounded like lo fi, like yeah. just raw yeah. as fuck. Yeah. And mm-hmm. everyone loved that shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, that's like how that's always been like my rule of thumb for like even making beats or like recording. Like, if you're feeling something, like, something will bring you to create like you don't you shouldn't sit down and be like all right i'm gonna create today like you shouldn't you just do it when it comes to you because then that's like the best yeah my best shit comes when i'm like depressed to be honest oh yeah but i hate being depressed that's why like i really don't like music because like yeah i have to write when i'm like feeling down and shit yeah i don't like to feel down so like well and like when you're writing something that like is about that feeling it almost feels like it makes you have to just live it over and over and over and over again until it's done right like so yeah i I try to stay away from like i i do i'll do like depression sessions where i'll just like you know it's like therapy you know like even if you don't drop it it's like therapy Mm -hmm. for yourself at my lowest point i'll just like go do some vocals or like you know, scream and like do a cover, just like some weird stuff, you know. That's another good thing about doing it here instead of like taking it to a studio too, yeah. is because like that first, there's nothing like that first take. Like yeah. there was times yeah. where we would yeah, record a, sure. a, like a reference track and then take it to the studio and we just couldn't get it down at the studio. It's always that first one that is like the, like the truest, purest form of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You remove the middleman out of it. So like, I mean, most of the lines that like I've written have been lines that like I'll write and then I'll do, and then I'll write the next line, and I'll do that. Maybe, maybe not in some scenarios. There'd be like somewhere I had like a whole song right now, just ready to go. But uh, in a lot of times, I'll just be like, and then you know, you'll have to re- reevaluate that line. Like I go line by line. I will mm. reevaluate every line. Does this line and this line sound like? Does it sound good together word wise? Does it sound good together um, just like aesthetically? You mm-hmm. know, you just like from it from a a bird's eye just like super examine it you know um and like that's i don't know i we did that with metal i mean all all the metal shit that like everybody likes nowadays is stuff that like people intentionally write songs in a way that like make you feel empowered you know Mm -hmm, like like they make you feel some sort of way and like it's there's there's like a reward and a build-up and stuff like that you just gotta like look at music from like a you know 
you want to be able to market to people, but you also want to like not lose your touch to it. Yeah. So you got to like have that Find nice that middle ground. Balance. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to do because like, like you guys have a different sound than I would say anybody in St. Louis for sure. Yeah. 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 But not ever because like Suicide Boys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can like, see that. Yeah. I, I mean, that. they're definitely like, I, I, I respect the shit out of those dudes as musicians. I think they're great. They got me into like a whole like world of rap, mm-hmm. you know? So like, and, and you know, if, if anybody would ever ask like, do you just bite Suicide Boys? I'd be like, yeah, kind of in a way, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, just I like get inspired it, by him. in my yeah. own way. Yeah. You know, we don't sound like it's them, not like you're intentionally trying to yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, you're not yeah, listening yeah. to like what well, effects they're ton- using and stuff. Well, and there's a shit ton of rappers that inspire me. And like, if if you don't have anything to be inspired by, then like, it makes it really hard to like grab onto something. Sure. You know, like you, everything comes from inspiration. Yeah, yeah. And, you, so. and that's what it actually does come from. It comes from like taking a little bit from here, a little yeah. bit from there, a little yeah. bit from there. Yeah. There's actually a book about that called "Steal Like an Artist." And it's about that, like taking a little bit of your inspiration from different people to make your own sound. And then like even like putting your own just like personal Mm -hmm. like touch to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's what it's about. You know, that's that's how art progresses, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you guys like getting compared to like the Suicide Boys or do you like hate that shit? I don't care. Like it is what it is. I mean, like. I yeah you're like if somebody would be like well this sounds like that I'd be like yeah it sure does mm-hmm. yeah. I like I like them a lot yeah. <laughs> same could be said about like the bones like like yeah like, like bones uh, is a huge inspiration to me and like so like a lot of the way that I come off and like some of the uh, like the verses that I have um, very bonesy yeah uh, very, but also it's Suicide Boys because we're like a salt and pepper combo mm, you know yeah. how many two man like Memphis rap groups are out here running around right now yeah. right. <laughs> Not, not, not a lot, you know, mm-hmm. so. I used to, I used to hate it though. Like people, like before a show, people would yell out like, yo, MGK. I'd be like, fuck you. you yeah, know? but that's just because you're a I, white, white rapper Because it was, it was just off the look though. And I hated that shit, man. I hate yeah. it. I, I've been called every white rapper from Vanilla Ice to Eminem to. <laughs> My thing is like, if somebody was like, yo, you're the Suicide Boys, I'd be like tight dude if like if i'm selling it that hard (laughs) yeah if i'm selling it that hard then cool like honestly like because i respect the shit out of those guys and the person yelling that probably does too yeah yeah Yeah, poya i know he's not like a part like he's affiliated right he's not part but that dude is fucking good yeah i mean he's talented on he kind of sounds like Puya. i mean everybody like everybody eventually says it if they know who Puya is well like i heard him on a track uh this band called uh what's it called volumes volumes Volumes. and he rapped on that i'm like holy shit like he slid the whole way through and the lead singer like that was rapping i thought he was shit to be honest compared to Puya, obviously Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he he, lo- he loves Puya. Uh, he's super good. He's super talented. Like, you should come his, out to a thousand rounds. You know, like, that's this. I love that song. They should just add us to that. Yeah. <laughs> Would you come out to your own music? <laughs> Man, you should. Yeah, that's fine. good promotion for. I guess it would be good promotion, like t- <laughs> you know. But it's 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 like I don't know. To, it, I guess in a way, it's kind of like wearing your own band, your own band T-shirt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm like, but at the same time, like I don't know. I mean, Tyron Woodley did that. Yeah, shit. He, did. It was, he, he came out. He, Ot Genesis came out with them yeah. rapping that new song. Right. Too, yeah. So. Uh, so I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. I guess maybe I would. 
Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. Because, like, there's some shit that, that we've written that makes me want to fucking yeah. go crazy. You know? Do you channel that energy you when know? you're, like, in the booth, too? Like, the fight energy? Totally, yeah, dude. Yeah, usually channeled with some marijuana. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a good balance to balance yeah, it that out. that shit yeah. cools me right off. <laughs> I swear. But, uh, yeah, dude. This dude will get me too high to rap sometimes, though. And uh, and I'll be like, man, you did it again. <laughs> you, you fucking did it again, dude. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> no, for real. That's really happened. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> On another note, like, what made you guys get so tatted up? Oh, shit. Uh, like, where did it start? Like, where was your first tattoo? Why, dude, I... I'll tell the real story. <laughs> I used to get t- tattooed by a uh, a dude that got out of prison and sold meth. Mm. <laughs> he was up for four or five yo. days when he tattooed crazy, you. Yo. Uh, I was like 15. Nobody would tattoo me, you know, because I was 15. And uh, I like when this dude tattooed me, you know, so I was like, cool. <laughs> you know? I never saw him smoke meth, so at least he had enough respect to not smoke in front of a 15 year old kid. Yeah. You know? But yeah, dude, I was like the only kid in my high school with a full sleeve. It was no tight. shit. Oh, you had a full sleeve? Damn, like 15? Early? What, what sleeve was it? It was this shit one. <laughs> it was like all this shit, all this shit right here, but it was like a whole arm. So like I've had this. You get it covered up. Yeah. So yeah. now, yeah. So it's so light that it you could cover it up easy. Yep. Yep. I had my buddy Panda started covering this shit up. Shout mm. out Panda. <laughs> yeah. Who does your tattoos now? He does all of them. Uh, Panda? I I kind of bounce around a little bit. Like uh, this dude Jeff, he tattoos the self inflicted. Mm. Oh, okay. Hey, okay. our cousin works there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ian. Ian. Oh shit. Okay. Ian, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's tight. Yeah. Jeff's good man. He did my torso. Motherfuckers put me through like more pain than fucking oh, yeah, dude. Torso fucking. It's so fun. I got my stomach done and that shit too. Like, dude, it's the worst. Like, up here. I'm, it's I'm the a, worst. To be honest, man, when you get older, it's like, dude, I'm dude, nervous. I as said fuck the same fucking tattoos. thing, bro. Thank you. I've been saying that, bro. I've been saying, first off, when you when you get older, that shit hurts yeah, more, dude. Yeah. When I was a kid, I'd get my eyeballs tattooed. I didn't give a fuck, yeah, you know. Like, yep. like, what this shit didn't yeah. hurt as bad as I thought it was. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, but like, yeah, now, dude. Yeah, I got my ribs when I was like like 18 probably oh. and I sat through it the whole thing no problem like the, even the tattoo artist was like damn I'm surprised dude. I mean, it was like 6 hour tattoo yeah not me bro yeah now I'm like <laughs> dude I'm literally like fuck I wanna get my dude, chest done but I, I'm like bro, I like, need to find some numbing cream or I'd something I'd be fucking right? dying dude that's like, how I feel oh dude tattoos hurt so bad nowadays yeah. man I fucking hate them dude but I guess like I feel like I started this shit. I'm like I gotta, gotta finish, finish it. it. Yeah, yeah. I just need my whole body, and I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, were, your, were your parents cool with uh, like hand tats and face tats Dude, and shit? As long as I wasn't like getting the cops called on us, <laughs> you know, they, they were cool. That your parents not, are pissed. Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't so fortunate. Like my dad was just real pissed about it. Like, and, and especially when I started getting like my face done. Mm. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. What the, yeah, what are you doing, yeah. My dad like, said, "Yeah, my dad said if I get my neck tat- tattooed, he's gonna disown me." So I'm like, "All right, nice knowing you." So sure. I mean, he got tattooed at 15. I didn't. I got tattooed at like 17. Uh, I got like the whole top of my arm, and then I started on the sleeve, and then by the next thing you know, I had both sleeves, and then I was like, "Well, I'm gonna do my legs, and then my torso, and then my neck, and then like, well, I guess I'm just gonna do my face, you know, like my fingers, all that stuff." Like I don't know. I just wanted it like. I just thought it looked tight, so I was like, "Yeah, I want to do that." 
you know? Yeah, I have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. yeah. It costs so much fucking money, too. Yeah, that's that's one thing. thing like, I can't, like, fuck. Like, I got bills to yeah. pay. You know? Yeah, that, that's, that's the other thing with it, you know? It, but also, the older you get, man, it just yeah, it's worse. No, you're right. Yeah. You're 100% right. I got, like, my whole head tattooed, like, the top of it when I was 18. Uh, and I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Like, I have it's no recollection of that kind of pain that I yeah. must have went through. But now, yeah, I can't imagine yeah. that. If I got my. Vibrating your whole well, fucking. And I'm gonna, because, like, I, I, I yeah. want to tattoo the rest of my head. Face and head? The worst? Oh, no, least. Yeah, That's usually least. least. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I got so Really? Many. Like, even up here? You would think it would just, like, vibrate off your skull. Bro, it it sucks, but it's not like. It's not even that bad. It's. When you get your torso, that's the worst thing in the world. Because it feels like they're, like, drilling into your heart. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, are you fucking... Dude, he was, like, getting me down here, and I was feeling it in my heart. I was like, what the fuck? Yo, <laughs> it's weird. Stomach and ribs were the worst thing I've ever felt in my fucking life. Bro. Like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I thought there was, like... Man, I've had over 100 hours, you know? Like, for sure. And, like... And like, yeah, dude, I I thought I had like felt it all, you know, mm. and then like I got my stomach in my ribs and I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah. this shit, bro. I wish I would have done this earlier, you know, back when yeah. I was like on some. Yeah, but then you when you're the, younger, you get all the like the fucking whack tattoos that I'm glad I never got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like balance, you know, he, he was getting his, he was getting his torso done and like he got he did numbing cream. But I, I was numbing creaming my torso the whole time. Right. He, he he went to go do numbing cream one day and like it worked I guess the last couple times, but then this one time it didn't, didn't work, work at all. It, it didn't work it at all, and, he, and it hasn't worked ever since. <laughs> Dude, somebody said that. Somebody said works, somebody bro. said that it does do that. It does it work for you? Yeah, it doesn't. You really? don't feel yeah. it as There's much. There's been one session where I started getting my like whole torso done, and I got an hour through with. And the numbing cream did not work, and I was oh, like, shit. Yo, hey, we're gonna stop here. I'm mm. gonna pay the same. Like, yeah. we're like. I'll come back. <laughs> you know? bro, there are times where that fucking cream, bro, it makes it worse, bro. Yeah. I think it like makes your like shit more sensitive. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Bro, like yeah. there's I'd be so pissed at myself if, if something that I did made it worse for me. Like <laughs> it was the, it was like the only tattoo sessions and I've had like fucking almost 16 hours done on my whole entire neck. Mm. Like I've had a lot of fucking pretty painful sessions but like that shit was just like dude like an hour of that was like four hours of neck tattoo damn swear to god bro like it was i don't know i guess it's different for everybody but for me bro my my fucking stomach and my ribs was like it was like a whole new fucking pain experience bro (laughs) and like i mean i have always had a pretty high pain tolerance you know like fucking training and shit like my coach used to like kick my legs off literally. Like, I'd be like fucking lumps on my legs, dude. And I'd still have to go and spar and fucking train and like it didn't matter, you know? And like that shit. Like, I mean yeah. the whole leg, I could show you I could show you some pictures and videos. Shit, like people like literally be like, you need to go to the fucking hospital. <laughs> my coach kicked really hard. He like trained in Thailand for like Oh yeah, a while, and he was training all over the world. Lived with like a Petrosian, who's like a fucking killer, and uh, he's and now he's with Asa Tenpao, who's up uh, uh, like up in Florida, mm. Florida Kickboxing Academy, and that dude's like one of the best literally in the world, you know. Damn. And like yeah, so that that dude Joe Mueller fucking kick hard as 
fuck, bro. He used to, like, destroy my fucking legs, bro. But then I got my stomach tattooed, and I was like, oh, this is real pain. (laughs) (laughs) So, like I said, I got ADD. You hit your coach back up. You're like, I'm ready for round two. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I want to be kicked right now. Fuck, you know. It was, was, yeah, it was, I don't know. I would always be, like, in my head, like, this ain't normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> something's going on here. <laughs> like, this ain't supposed to feel like this, bro. I, I would always be like, no, like, y'all don't know what this feels like. I don't even care if you got your ribs, man. Like, this shit, for me, it was different. <laughs> you know, like, I swear, bro, it was so fucking painful. So Goddamn, dude, that shit. Oh, dude. Well, one yeah. thing about the music thing that we have to talk about before we end on is the mask. Let's talk about it. So people ain't, don't think you're terrified of COVID out here. Yeah, I mean, I had COVID and I didn't die. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> so, like I explained earlier, like I had done metal projects and stuff like that. Um, and so I wanted to like separate like what me from like rap. Because, like, I, I've said I'm not a rapper. Like, I don't want to be a rapper. I make some music, and that's cool. But, like, I'm not a rapper. Uh, but I, and I wanted to separate it from, like, me as a person, which is, like, the guy who just, like, screams in the mic all the time. Uh, and, like, I mean, the face mask thing, like, I hate that it even got associated with COVID. Yeah. Because, like, I was going to say, were I you pissed when COVID came? Our, and everybody our, was wearing it. Our first song came out on January, January, like, 20-something. Uh, of 2020 so it was right before like COVID or anything like that had hit and i was wearing a mask because like this is what i decided like it'll be like my alter ego I'm like batman dude yeah you know uh and <laughs> and and then all of a sudden COVID hit and i was just like <laughs> everybody's walking around <laughs> I, I had a bunch of face masks which was cool because like i ordered them off of like a website and yeah. had like you know and six, then there was that shortage <laughs> i had 20 of them i had 20 of them right out the gate and i was like oh well shit like i've got face masks because i decided to like make an alter <laughs> <laughs> you were flipping them for like a hundred dollars yeah, each dude, I'm, I'm fully prepared for this it. shit i thought about it i was like dude should i sell these <laughs> Uh, and, That's then, hilarious. and then yeah so like uh it opened some cool opportunities like for to be creative because like there's a song uh in the last like album that we dropped uh that i say uh you die you died mask on looking just like me uh you know so it's mm. like opened clever little holes mm. in uh like i guess just like what's been going on which yeah. has been crazy but yeah i'm not i'm not scared of covid i'm vaccinated and all yeah. that good stuff but the mask is just to uh you know, not be me for a little bit. Yeah. You need to brand it, like, right on it. Like, I did it before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. <laughs> yeah, speaking of COVID, they fucking canceled your show, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, September 17th, I believe, we were supposed to play it off-Broadway, and, uh, or, yeah, 18th. Yeah, I'm getting my days mixed up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were supposed to play with uh, a buddy of ours, Retro, uh, retro champ uh it was supposed to be a really good show and then it got canceled because the venue's having issues with like um like pro- needing people to provide mm. like vaccination records and stuff like oh, that, shit. which i think in some states they've just recently made illegal to mm. do uh, it should be i mean it's all crazy. that's fucking I crazy know. i don't know like I get it. Like, if you don't like you're forcing it. people to get vaccinated. Like, I don't know. Well, here's the yeah. thing that, that fucks me up is like, they, like the, the 
thing that fucks me up is like they say like if you have the vax, right, you can still get it and spread it. It just doesn't fuck you up. Mm. So if somebody doesn't have the vax and it's their choice, why the fuck would it matter? Mm-hmm. If everybody can spread it, who gives a fuck who gets exactly. a vax and doesn't? Well, he get got vax and he just got over it like, like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I got really? COVID, and then like, uh, I didn't feel shit, bro. Like I was good. Like I could have done anything, trained, yeah. whatever. But I like quarantined in my house, you know, by law. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was. It, I didn't feel shit, bro. Yeah, so I, I just, was for my girl too. She didn't. She didn't have any symptoms. I just couldn't taste shit. Yeah, and that I and it. I quarantined with her and never got it. So it's like weird how it hits different people. Yeah, not me. I was out. Yeah. Like it, it had me. I was hard. It was hard to breathe. Dude. And I was vaccinated Dude. too. And like, hit, I thought I was me. gonna have to go to the hospital. It hit me like a semi truck. Yeah, yeah. And my girl, she's not vaccinated, and she didn't get it. Which one did you get? Uh, Pfizer. I got Pfizer. Okay, so here's the craziest coincidence. So they say you're supposed to feel sick like two, two maybe three days, right? Mm-hmm. Afterwards, no, dude. I went and got tested and got, and tested like inconclusive for COVID, which means I definitely had COVID. Uh, after I got my second shot. No oh, shit. Yeah, and like I like I thought it was just a coincidence. It was like I went the whole entire pandemic without contracting this, and then like. Right as soon end, as you, as soon as I yeah, got vaccinated, but the, how it is for but the me. thing about Pfizer is it doesn't have like a, a even a dead version of the the actual virus in it. Like the only one that has that is the Johnson and Johnson. Oh, shit. So yeah, I don't know. I was just like it was a crazy coincidence, man. Yeah, I was kind of scared of the Johnson and Johnson. Dude, I, I was knocked out. I was knocked out. Like some shit. Shit. Yeah, I, I was, was scared of the Pfizer. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I didn't want to get it, but we were going out to L.A., so I figured like. Yeah. I would get it so I wouldn't get sick to go yeah. out there, but yeah. I don't even know if I would have got it, man. To be honest, no, dude, I hadn't, I hadn't, had never had a symptom of it, and like to be honest, at some points during the pandemic, like I had seen people and stuff like that. Like I wasn't like locked down in my home, you know, uh, and and I never got it. But as soon as I got that vaccine, I was literally out for like a week. A week, I was just like. I felt like I was going to die. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Terrible. And then, you, you know, you know how I knew that it was COVID and the only reason I got tested is because like, I went into the the weed store and I went to like, the guy was like, you know, bullshitting with me about weed. And I was like, uh, he's like, yeah, smell this dude. Like, this is some new shit. And like, I went to go smell it, dude. I didn't smell anything. And I went, I went, yo, let me smell that one. <laughs> and he, he he showed that one to me and it didn't smell like anything. And I knew that one had to have smelled like oh something. God. So I was like, yo, dude, I can't smell anything. And then oh, I started shit. thinking about it and I was like, wait, I haven't been able to taste anything all day. I went to sugar fire that day and I gotten green beans and they weren't good. And I knew <laughs> they're never good anyway. <laughs> no, they should have been good. They, they should have been good. Dude. The green bean casserole, man, from sugar fire. No, is sugar good. fire is fire. Dude, I went back after I was done with COVID and the green bean casserole slapped. So, I, <laughs> so that, 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 he wrote a Yelp review and everything. <laughs> this is some shit. He's like, my bad, guys. I just had COVID. Between, between that and the inconclusive test from COVID, I was like, oh, I for sure have yeah. COVID. You know? yeah. like, That's crazy, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. So COVID fucked up your show. Did it fuck up your training at all? Oh, uh, yeah. Quite a bit. Quite a bit, yeah. I still had, like, dedicated members that, like, didn't care. Reply. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I still had, like, members that were, like, pretty diehard, you know. I-, I feel like I fuck with some pretty incredible people. Fuck yeah. Super supportive people. So, like, yeah, they kind of saw through that shit. But we kept training through it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't stop. 
you know, we were fucking grinding every day. And uh, during quarantine and shit, you know, all the gyms were closed and shit. We just that was perfect for you. Grinding this little fucking garage, 115 degrees, like, every fucking day, bro. Damn, I'm squatting my damn 70-pound pit bull and yeah. doing push-ups and just yeah, trying yeah. everything I could to stay fit. I, I it was fuck, hard, dude. I fuck with the bullies, man. All I right, got me too. bunch of dogs. Bro. Yeah, we got two pit bulls at the house. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I live out, out in, technically, I live in the country now. I was telling you guys. Uh, and like we got like fucking five dogs now, dude. It's like yeah, small oh, pits, yeah. And they just yeah. run around and shit. Oh, they love it out there, bro. See, I wish I had yeah. a yard for my boys, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's, yeah, man. It's like the best life for a dog. Yeah, just being able to like let them just do their, you know, do their mm-hmm. thing, like be a dog, in like you know, as far as like their an- ancestry, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like. Being like related to wolves and shit, you know, like yeah. it's like they get to like be themselves, but also have like humans that care about them and like feed yeah. them and like you know, all that shit. I think it's like yeah, it's it's a life for a dog. The dog needs to have some type of, uh, you know, like what what brought them here on earth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they need to have some type of connection with that. You know, like dogs that are just in a kennel, stuck in a house all day. Like barely go outside, mm-hmm. see nature, no, like that shit to me is just like, I don't know. It's like putting a triangle block in a circle block, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. yeah cause I I lived in an apartment um, in Kirkwood last year, and I had my pit there, and then I yeah. would have to work, so he'd be locked up for eight hours, yeah. and like, dude, that killed me. Yeah, literally, it's, fucking it's the hardest me. thing ever, bro. I know. And you always got your bad dogs and your good dogs. Like we got like, like our dog Myrtle and. Uh, my chick likes to name our pits like old woman, <laughs> like grandmas and shit, bro. I don't know why. And then, uh, and then I got Zug Zug. She's on my knuckles, right there. I gotta get that shit touched up. That was, uh, yeah, faded pretty quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I got her like on my knuckles. Like we call her Zug Zug. She's like the best dog in the fucking world, bro. Like if that dog ran for president, I'd vote for. Her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she's like perfect dude like literally never made a mistake in her life you know they all get along pretty well too oh yeah yeah they're like a pack you know because it took a while for my two pits to get along like they used to fight totally like my dog has some scars on them like if 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 you seen them or well if someone didn't know like like about pit bulls right they see my dog they'd probably be like a little scared yeah a little scared of that's how my boy he's a sweetie though he's a my boy flexes man like he's a and like I guess he kind of keeps it all under control because he's the obvious like alpha, you know. He's like eleven now, almost you know, older, but he's like a hundred pounds, big as fuck, you big know? boy, yeah, huge, big ass head, and he's just gangster. Like he's just like the dog version of my dad, you know, <laughs> like li- like literally, bro, like just no joke, bro. Like that dog is he's the dog I got literally tattooed on my stomach. Oh no shit! Yeah, like that's like literally a picture I sent my buddy, and he tattooed it on me. Damn, that's sick. Yeah, I got. Yeah, it looks like a badass dog. If that's see, I I got a a one year old French bulldog. Oh, dude, he's a dopest little thing. I love bullies, man. He's a he's a little shit. I give I you know I give him that. He's a little shit. Like they got they just got this like certain type of personality. Yeah, he's a clown of a dog. He's so fucking entertaining. Just watching because he's little like zoomies. Oh, dude, darting all around the house. Bullies are the best, bro. Like oh, they don't try to fight my pit bulls. Oh, he's dude. He's pretty strong. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had any other dog in my life, but really? a, but a, I, I had a Chihuahua actually at one point. But 
basically a pit bull, you know. <laughs> but like, yeah, pit bulls my whole life. I used to like foster them and shit. No shit. Like at my parents' house, I'd like find all these dogs that needed homes, and I'd like take them. My my parents at one point, bro, they they probably just gave me the basement and just hope for the best, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, do you have five, you know, six dogs, seven dogs? <laughs> oh, I had like twelve dogs at 12. one point. Ask him. I used to like I was like known by the city of St. Charles as like the pit bull dude. No shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I had like so many pits, bro. That's crazy. I'd like take dogs from everybody. <laughs> oh, like you need a home, I got them, you know. <laughs> we, we got like a clubhouse over here. You know, like fucking Jesus over it's here. It's like a dog sanctuary. <laughs> I swear, I swear, bro. I swear, dude. <laughs> It all, Jesus, <laughs> Moses. it all makes sense dude it all makes sense bro and and, and going back to the, the first couple minutes of the, I've never tried for any of this shit bro. it's just all just like happened like maybe I should just like open my eyes I also said I was I also said I was like out of the, out of the loop a little bit you know what I'm saying so it could be you know that that too you know and I feel like you know, I was, Destiny shit, bro. Out of the loop, dude. Straight out of the Bible, bro. <laughs> dude, yeah, man. Like, you know, I'm not gonna say I'm like the modern day Jesus, but I mean, yeah. I kind of look like him, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, like, shit. We're boosting his ego too much. He's starting to accept it. I got you tattooed on me, bro. He's like, I guess no, I do kind of look hey, like him. I can grow the beard longer. I just, my girl likes like this. It's like, now I think about it, I can't yeah. grow a beard. I look like Jesus if you could ride a Harley. <laughs> You boys ride Harleys? Oh, dude, I wish, bro. Because that would have made more sense. That would, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got hyped. I was like, wait, wait, you, know, you ride that, too? Yeah, that would have made more sense. But no, I, I, dude, I could, I could barely ride a bike. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, dude, <laughs> like I'm, I'm so like I don't know, like certain shit, man. Like I don't know, it just doesn't. I've never been good at Dance Dance Revolution either. I've never, you know, I've never, yeah, me neither. <laughs> I also I never, tri- I also never, never tried. tried. You know, yeah. <laughs> don't know how that defended me at all. I probably look stupider now, but, but bro, like, I really wasn't good at it. <laughs> you know it? Terrible at it, you know. Yeah. Oh, fuck on that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. That's what. No, it's been a fun ass episode, dude. It's probably time we should wrap it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm not sure. We've probably been going a long ass time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> time, time just flies. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. But yeah, um, yeah um, let's let's shout out your stuff. Where can everybody find you guys? Let's at? go. Uh, the Church of Jamie on Instagram, or just my name, Jamie Croson, and uh, and well, I don't here. Yeah, shout your stuff. Yeah, uh, it's like coma underscore exe on Instagram, but then like moreover, just dead play. Dead play, uh, dead play noise is the at on Instagram. Uh, you can find all of our stuff there. If you go on Spotify and just search dead play, it will come up. Oh, yeah. Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube, Google, Google YouTube, cool. uh, all the platforms, probably Napster, LimeWire. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, dude, I'm definitely excited to hear new music from you guys. Yeah. From what you showed us already, I mean, that shit was dope. Dope as shit. Fuck. It's, yeah. the it's visuals, it's super dope. Everything, yeah. everything. It's weird because, like, we just, like, yeah, like I said, like, it just came natural. We didn't even have to try for it, you know? It was like we already done it. 
Yeah. We just didn't do it. You know, yeah. it's weird. That's how it felt for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys got any shows? I know the one got canceled, but... We were actually trying talking, to book uh, something. I think we're going to look to, like, book it ourselves. I think we're just yeah, going to book a place. That's the way to do it. Maybe put a couple... If you could pack in it in. Yeah. Uh, we're looking to play, like, some unorthodox shit. Like, we want to play with, like, a hardcore band and shit, you know? Like, shit like that. Get a wild crowd. Like, Dude, that's what we're kinda you should reach out to my buddy Q... Uh, is is this punk rock band, yeah. dude? He smashes bottles over his head. That's, that's what we're looking for. Fucking chokes dude. himself. Yes, yeah. that's what we're looking that's crazy for, man. Shit. We're looking yeah. for some crazy shit, man. We just want to have like a lot of shock value in the, uh, you know, in the event for sure. I almost want to bring back like house party shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, Southside like they used to throw basement fucking yeah. Yeah, concerts. Like, a lot of basement shows, honestly, but... I don't want to go do the whole like rent a venue and. Mm. Uh, I don't know. All that seems just so nah. it's, it's commercial. It's a, I'd rather be more DIY with it. If everything yeah. else we've just done ourselves, why not? Well, you guys know somebody ourselves? that lives on acreage. Yeah. <laughs> no neighbors. Give me a lot actually, of you want burn trees. I know. I know. I know a dude. <laughs> you guys got moms. <laughs> All right, cut it, bro. Let's get too into the cult shit now. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. That's DIY pyrotechnic right there, yeah, bro. Really, bro. I've been for a homie with bombs, so this might work out perfect, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Either you guys can get bombs, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, All right, episode. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> what is it? We on 34? 34. 34. 34 in the books. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is dope time, guys. Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, like and subscribe. Do all that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Or don't. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> right, fuck them. Yes, sir. You are here and now with Brandon and Joe. I'm Joe. And I'm Brandon. I'm Brandon.